Hello everyone, and welcome to Chaotic Nerdful, a Dungeons and Shenanigans podcast. Welcome back to Chaotic Nerdful. Amos the DM here. You did it. You made it to the end. This is the last part of Neverwinter's Got Talent, part number five. We start something brand new next week. You've listened on the edge of your seat while the team has fought Kenku and Leopards and security guards. Let's see how they fare against primetime network ratings and our panel of distinguished judges. Enjoy the show. So are we being led somewhere? What's happening to us? So you, uh, you're in the short hallway where you have just murdered a bunch of guards and you see just two big double doors in front of you that say um, contestants enter this way and you hear the roar of the crowd beyond there. So, you know, they're like waiting for you to come on stage, but uh, that's where you are. There's not any bodies necessarily. You do what? I'm looting the bodies. Okay. You find some cheap gold chains, a bottle of uh, Duroc Noir. Oh, hey. You've- you you find 40 gold. I mean, I'm not sure how much of use that's going to be, but okay. 40 gold? Those guys were loaded for guards. <laughs> they were, but there were a lot of them. Do we see any, like, other doors, like staff-only doors? or? You see the hallways down where the uh, guards came from originally. There's, like, one on either side of you. You can uh, go down there if you like. I would like yeah. to you can take, um, take my seahorse out of, like, grab my seahorse out of the water. And I'd like to throw him down the hall. All right. And then you guys just see this seahorse just, I guess, bouncing down the hall. Um, what does my familiar find? <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Why did you do this to me? <laughs> there's like a room that says employees only. And inside the room, there's like a refrigerator and a microwave. And there's like five or six guards just kind of sitting around playing cards. One guy's like bandaging his arm where he was hurt earlier you know he's the one that was like really messed up and he's like man those guys suck but i bet we could take them if we all took one out of there one time couldn't we and the other guy's like nodding but he's not really paying attention <clears throat> i would like is that and is this the only only room in the hallway yeah that's the only thing you see okay my seahorse if you may uh becomes invisible okay <laughs> and then he's going to bounce around behind the very injured guard and spring, Um, would like to try and sting him. Okay, roll beat attack roll. And since he's invisible, does that give him advantage? Sure, why not? No, don't need it. Crit hit. Do realize that attacking while invisible, unless it's greater than invisibility, does remove invisibility. I do know that. Wow, you got a critical hit. Also, can you please make a constitution saving throw of 11? Um... Uh, okay, the uh, the guy who is bandaging himself is dead. Does he still need to make a constitution saving throw? No, I was going to do something really cool, but no. <laughs> no, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> he just kind of, oh, what's that? Ah! And he just like falls over. And there's like a little seahorse just scooting out of the room. And all the guards are like, what the? This place is crazy, man. <laughs> they all just kind of like try to shoo the shoo seahorse out of the room with the broom and slam the door. Wait, before he comes out of the room, he's going to turn around look at him, and then he's going to start hovering into the air. Just trust me on this. He's going to fly about 10 foot into the air, and then, pop! Now there's an imp standing in front of him. An imp? An imp, and he goes, ah! Yeah, because I had a message that changed imp the whole time. 
So all of the guards like start hugging each other and screaming like girls, and they like run out of the room as fast as they can towards the exit of the building. <laughs> he flies chasing them. Scared. And... You have scared all of the guards senseless. Oh, uh, he'll. I guess he'll fly chasing them like uh, like Slimer until he gets back to the uh, the group uh... and just kind of pops back into his seahorse and falls back into his bowl. Excellent. There are no more guards. All right. I just wanted to use him. I just needed an excuse to use him. Okay. Quite effectively. Thank you. Yeah. So the Neverwinter's Got Talent Agency is going to have to hire a new contract company to do all their security from now on. Also, I'm gonna just I'm gonna grab two of the scimitars, skimeters from the dead bodies. All right. So you have two extra scimitars. Hooray. Mm-hmm. Would you like to proceed forward? I would. Are you ready, Dame? Aye, aye, Captain. Okay. Yeah, I was I wasn't gonna do that, but you said that you're doing something, so yeah. The five of you, the whole five of you, um, walk through the doors, and there's like a huge crowd of people, like huge crowd of people, and seated at the judging table, which is like you come in from the side stage. So there's like fifty feet across, thirty feet deep beyond the edge of the stage. There's like a table or like a little platform, and there's like three people sitting at the platform. Uh, one of them is a cow named Simon. He's got big long horns and a big ring in his nose. One of them is, um, I don't know how to describe her exactly. She's wearing like white and red striped clothing that's like super, super sparkly. And her name is Felis. And then there's another one who is a skinny blonde woman who's pretty tall. She's holding a small guitar and her name is Taylor Speed. And they're all just kind of staring at you as you walk in. And the guy in the middle, the cow, looks down at his notes and says, Well, I didn't expect this many people walking through the door. I thought we had that handled. And he looks over at Felis. She just shrugs and looks back at looks back at you guys. So hey. I take it you guys are expecting to win something tonight, are you? And he stands up and faces the crowd. He's like, What do you guys think about that? Should we make them work for their prize money? And the crowd cheers. Yay! He's like, All right. And so he like snorts and he jumps across the platform and lands on the stage with her and he says let's go roll for initiative Ooh, six natural 20 14 i got a nat 20 plus three nice 23 then yes all right and then do you guys want to roll for ganny and cypher or do you want me to do that you can do that all right um ganny got a 17 and cypher got a 16 what classes are they again um their character sheets are in the character sheet so Ganny is a full bard, and Cypher is half sorcerer. Sounds about right. All right. How do you want to do this? Since you are fighting the the big bad people or person, I think it would make sense for you guys to kind of have a consensus and just kind of tell me what they're going to do. But I mean, I can help you out with that if you want. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. All right. So first up, oh, of course, Ganny and Cypher are going to go before everyone but Dirt. All right, so, Mr. Dirt, you're up. What do you want to do? You've got a guy with horns staring you down. I don't know. You're just He's just staring at me? Well, you know he wants to fight you. But yes, he's just staring at you from the edge of the stage, snorting. All right. Uh, let me think for a second. I'm going to use Vicious Mockery. Make a Wisdom right. Saving Throw, and then I'll say what happens. Wisdom Saving Throw. Okay. He got a six. He did not roll. Well. All right. I say, so you're just going to stand there? You're going to do something? And he takes three damage. Ha ha, ow. Not really, though. 
He laughs at you. Oh, yeah, and he um, has disadvantage on attack rolls, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, next attack That's roll. That's not very nice. All right, so next up is Ganny. Anybody want to do something cool? Pulling the sheet up. So what's he got? Got uh, Illusion, Precipitation, Mockery, Cure Wounds, Thunder Wave, Heroism. He's really kind of a support buff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he can dispel magic, which is nice. Yeah. Yeah, so... Since he's first up, you might want to attack with him and then kind of fall, go back to the support role. Um, I say Thunder Wave. Yeah, I like it. All right. Or, um, we can, or we can deafen Blind One. But I think Thunder Wave, since they're all together right now. There's just one enemy, um, right? So far, but there are two more sitting there. Okay. Oh, well then maybe let's um, blind him and then wait for the other ones to bust out the Thunder. All right. You want to do blind? So tell me what that does. You can blind or deafen a foe. Choose one creature you can see within range to make a constitution saving throw. All right. Uh, that would be my guy. TC 16. Okay. And if we cast it as third level, we can use it on two. So if we wait till next time, we can, and the, if we wait till the other two pop up, we can cast it third, blind, deaf both of them. He is, were you going blind or deaf? Oz, banana. I like, um, I like blind. Yeah, blind sounds fun. Ah! He grabs his eyes. He can't see anymore. He's very disappointed. All right. Next up is Cypher. She's got Acid Splash, Acid Hands, Burning Hands, uh, Chaos Bolt. Ooh, what's Chaos Bolt do? Awesome. I don't see it on our list, though. Yeah, it's a weird thing. You hurl an undulating, warbling mass of chaotic energy at one creature in range. Make a ranged spell attack. On hit... It takes 2d8 plus 6, and then you roll a d8 to decide what kind of damage it is. Nice. This is suggesting you just roll 2d8 plus uh, 1d6, and then you just take one of the two d8s. So somebody roll an attack for Cypher. Mm, I'll do it. Okay, go for it. Well, that's a 15 with no none of the modifiers. All right. Can't remember what the modifier is, but let's see. 15, you said? Yeah. Yeah, that hits, so it doesn't matter. What is what is Cypher doing? Uh, chaotic Bolt. So it's 2d8 plus 1d6. You're going to roll that? Yeah, it's oh, wait, 11. It's 11. Okay. And what are your 2d8s? What numbers did you get? I got a 4 and a 6. All right. So that means you get either it can be force or poison damage. I'll go with force because there's probably not many resistances to that. He does not have resistance to force damage. So what was the total you said? 11? Yes. All right. So he and takes the hit. Yes? Cypher is going to quicken spell and also cast Ray of Frost. Okay, both at the same time? Yeah, quicken spell takes a sorcery point and uh, lets you cast the second oh. one as a bonus action. Okay, so you said Ray of Frost? Yeah, six, does a 16 hit? 16 hits. Okay, one second. It's nine damage and you are slowed by 10 feet. She's got six uh, sorcery points, guys, so let's just have her cranking them out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> some, Simon shouts, that's a load of bull, and I know bull. <laughs> All right, Ting, Ping, it's your turn. Can you please tell me exactly where he is standing? Yes, he is standing. Um, You guys are sort of in the middle, kind of off to the, we'll say, stage right area, about... 15 feet from the edge of the stage. He is standing pretty much dead center on the stage, but he is on the edge. He's like one foot away from the edge of the stage. And then there's like a five foot gap. And then there are two more people seated in chairs on the platform. Excellent. I will need just a second, please. Okay. Is he wearing any metal? 
He has a metal nose ring. Ooh, that sounds painful. Doesn't it, though? I know what I'm doing on my turn. Okay, so I would like to move. And while I'm running to where I'm running, I would like to be playing the bongos that I have strapped around my neck. And then I want to face him. Like, I want it to be a line of me, him, the edge. Sorry, I didn't if hear that you makes sense. It's you, oh, um, Simon, and then... The, uh, the, the ledge. Okay, yeah. Uh, can you roll a wisdom saving throw? Of course. 14. Is that a save or not a save? He he just missed it by one. Ouch. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't like you guys very much. You don't have much talent. 17 damage. And and also, he starts hearing assistant whispers again and needs to run away from me. What does he need to roll? No, he needs to run away from me. Okay, so he, like, turns tail and, like, just, like, starts to run away from the platform. Like, away from you, but there's, like, not any platform there, so he tries to jump. Gotta do a roll here. Hang on. The best spell in the game. Oh, he got a critical save. Nice. So he takes a flying leap across, and he lands back on the platform with the you know, kind of like where the table and the chairs are, and he kind of lands in his chair and he cowers down and he is super, super hurt. He's like, I can't believe you guys are so disrespectful to the process. Come on, Oz, finish him off. Next up is Phyllis Willow. And she looks at him and she says, You know what? I don't like you guys at all. You guys are super, super awful people you guys are not taking home the prize and she stands up and she like kicks her chair off the table and she jumps across the little platform and actually she does not jump across the platform she kicks her chair out and she spreads out two big magical wings and she shoots like 20 feet up in the air and she is now flying above the stage and she eyeballs you ting ping and she says prepare to die prepare to die all right every she's gonna roar uh she makes a magical roar each time uh, let's see each creature who fails a dc 18 wisdom saving throw is frightened for one minute frightened creatures wow can repeat the saving throw at the end of each turn ending this effect on its success so everybody roll a roll a wisdom saving throw Natural 20. I feel bad. All right. I better be getting some bad rolls soon. <laughs> crit. Son of a monkey. <laughs> we got two crit saves. Well, I mean, like, most of my rolls tonight have been crap, so I'll take it. Oh, yeah, they have been super crappy. All right, Ting Ping, what you got? Did you say it was a wisdom? 18. Oh, you all save. <laughs> that was super unexpected. Oh, I'm surprised so. as much as anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what Taylor Speed is going to do for you. All right. So there she is. Taylor Speed is just going to... Let's see. Does she have a regular swing? She does. So she is going to just like jump across and take a swing with her short sword. Wait, no. What is this? She actually has a wind vane. So she's going to swing that at Tang Ping. Son of a bunk. Don't forget to copy your copy paste. Roll one D twenty. This is gonna hurt a whole lot. Did you hit me? Yes. Did you crit on me? 
I did definitely crit on you. Well, it was nice knowing you, fellas. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wasn't that bad. 14. Oh, wait. I get to roll damage again. Not the modifier a second time, Mr. GM. I know that. 10. So you get 24 damage. Jinping's looking a little busted up. It's still okay. She said, I've got a blank space where I'm going to write your name when you die. What did she hit me with? Wind vane. Okay. Can I do something a little untraditional? Sure. Can you leave the chat for just a second? Can I take these guys aside or do you want to listen in? No, I'll take my headphones off. Okay. Okay, guys. I have one slot left. I can do one of three things. One, I can um, hellish rebuke them. Doesn't do that much. I can misty step up to the flying bitch and try and get her down. Or I can shatter that weapon that does 1d8 plus 1d6. Casting shatter? Yeah. I like casting shatter because, I mean, it also does damage. Wait, shatter doesn't affect weapons that are being held. A non-magical object that isn't worn or carried also takes the damage if it's in the spell area. I guess we'd have to ask him if it's okay because it says the... So if it's not magical, it would also take damage. But it's being it's being held, presumably. Right, but it doesn't say anything about being held. Wait, no, no, no read it again. Because it says... So, the, sudden loud no. ringing noise painfully intense erupts from point of your choice within range. Each creature within 10 foot sphere centered on that point must take, make con save. Creature takes this much damage or half on success. Creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage. Non-medical object that isn't being worn or carried takes So damage. it's being carried. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Or I can also mirror image and give them, because they're going to keep trying to hit me, and that'll give yeah. it, you know, some, some help there. Um, I'm also thinking I could try to put them, uh, cast silence, so that they okay. can't cast spells until, the, until they leave the silence area, which would presumably bring them closer to us. I don't... Yeah, it's not bad. But, I don't know, I think that one, the one that hit me with the thing is probably a martial class, mostly. The one that's flying has uh, got to be full caster. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you just silence that one, that, that'll take her out. And I won't need to jump up there and take her down. It's a 20-foot sphere, so she can just fly out of it. So, the, the one that hit you, I can go into a rage and just go head on with them. So, they'll be coming at me. I can soak that damage. I've also, my class is a custom class, so I've got resistance against spells that are thrown at me while I'm raging. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's uh, Path of the Void. Oh, okay. What do you think? Well, you could you could either zoom up there to the caster, or you could just Eldritch Blast. I mean, right. The only reason why I would Misty step up there would try to be to like grapple the wings, Ooh. you know, and then try and like make her fall. Right. Yeah. But I have a negative one strength, so I mean, so that may not be the best idea. Um, does Ganymede have anything that could help out with that? Uh, the if the wings are magical, she can dispel magic. Yeah, that's about it. Um, okay. Most of it's buffing stuff. Let me check out Cipher. Blind. She can cast Blind. She's got Blind, Healing Word, Expedis, Retreat, Disguise Self, Cure Wounds, Comprehend Languages, Charm, Burning Hands, Animal Friendship, Vicious Mockery, Ray of Frost, Poison Spray, Minor Illusion, Mending, Dancing Lights, and Acid Splash. I was going to try and charm the one in the air, because I feel like that would be cool. But Dispel Magic also sounds fun for that. If anyone has that. Right, here are the things, because I only have one spell slot left, and then I'm down to Eldritch Blasts and um, Infestation. I can either Misty Step up there and try and, like, take out the wings and have her drop, or I can Mirror Image, because Barbarian's going to go take the one on the ground. Yeah. Hmm. Or I, mean, I guess I can just save it. I think you can just do Mirror Image, because I've got a good, uh, an okay amount of range. I think we can we can deal with it, potentially. Okay. I'm probably going to have, on Cypher's turn, I'm probably going to have her use one of them to give me a quick heal. 
that's all right with you guys? Yeah. Sure. Okay, shall we do this? Yeah, I guess we're good. All right, it's Oz's turn, it looks like. All right. Oh, I so how far? Yeah. Good. Sorry, if you can, if you want to try and disarm him, we can still try that other thing. Um, I'm just gonna go in and well. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So how far away? The one on the ground. How far away from me? Ten to fifteen feet. Okay. So <clears throat> I will go into a rage, move in, and make a reckless attack. All right. Roll me an attack. Let's see what happens. And I'm gonna go ahead and bardic inspiration that to a nineteen. That is definitely a hit. And damage. 14 Ooh. points of damage. Wow. And I want to say, your awards are meaningless. Your head is the only trophy I need. I'm trying to think of something funny to say, but she has nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I didn't say it, but he's doing it. Um, uh, Simon is chugging a health potion that he pulled out of his, you know, brand name Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug on the little Yes, Yes, wait till his turn to do that. It's his turn now. I'm just saying he's okay. chugging it in between. What is that? What, 2d4? Yeah. Oh, wow. I, that really didn't help a whole lot. Hello again. It's me, Amos, the Dungeon Master, your good buddy and provider of snacks. You know, the good kind. Not those crummy dry mint things. This has been a lot of fun so far and I hope you've enjoyed it too. A little update on what we've been doing behind the screen. Next week starts our adventure called Magical Resistance, set in a time when the Earth is being destroyed by acute and cuddly alien invaders. It's up to our small but confident party of adventurers to recover an artifact deep within the heart of London. It was an absolute blast to record, and I hope you enjoy listening to it. We are also one step closer to opening up our world for everyone to enjoy it. It's a group-led, open-world adventure with multiple campaign sessions every week and a play-by-post game on the Discord server. All of it comes together to form a magical, interconnected world where everyone can come and have a good adventure. Thanks for sticking with us. If you've got coin, Tabaxi's got wares. For the finest in Tabaxi imports, come on down to Felix's Imports in the Black Market and Mercantile. You need weapons? We have the finest weapons from Kato Ninetales Weaponsmiths. Worried about injury and illness? We have potions and poultices from Nine Lives Apothecary. And of course, after the adventure, you need to unwind and de-stress. We've got you covered there too, with balls of yarn and my favorite, the scratching post. We'll have you relaxed and ready for a cat nap. Remember, that's Felix's Imports, Black Marketing and Mercantile. Well, hello there. Ronnie here from Middle Earth Timeshare Company, here to tell you about some great deals on some luxury upscale townhouses in Mordor. Better keep your eye on these bad boys because they're disappearing fast. Only one bed, but there's plenty of floor space for 13 of your best friends to camp out. Just give us a ring and we'll price out a package to get you there and back again. One more thing before you head back into the adventure. This week I had the opportunity to guest star on a podcast called Scared Shirtless. They have a story about what happens when a mysterious shop known only as The Chain unexpectedly opens in the sleepy town of Greenville. Give them a listen on your favorite podcast thingy. Next up is dirt. All right, so um, there is. So I was. I am going to cast heat metal, 
on the person on the ground's weapon so that it glows it glows red hot and I I'm, I'm casting it as a third level spell so it's going to do 3d8 damage every, every so yeah oh wow all yeah. right so does that an attack roll or does it just happen it's just, I'm pretty sure it just happens on look though hello kitty cat <laughs> um it doesn't have an attack an attack roll but I'm pretty sure oh. you can make a constitution saving throw to drop it on their turn. Okay. So you said you're casting at third level? Yes, so it's 3d8. 3d8. Go ahead and roll me damage then. All right. 18 damage. Ow. But I'm just going to shake it off, she says. Shake it off. Shake it off. <laughs> All right. Next up is Ganny. I believe you guys said he was going to be your support mainly. Yeah. Ganny is going to dispel magic on the one flying. Ooh. I'm guessing that would make her fall. Well, it depends on how she's flying. Yeah. You did say there were magical wings, so I would assume that would, you know, drop her. That would be... Sure. Uh, it says ability... It does. It just says ability check. It doesn't say what kind. This is... Her sheet's weird. All right. What's the spell? Um, oh, dispel, dispel magic. magic. Yeah. Um, it just says make an ability check using your spell casting ability. There you go. Oh, I need to make the check. Okay. Versus your the spell's level. I don't get it. Uh, no, no, it's if that's mean. Okay, so I have to make a DC, which would be ten plus your spellcaster. The spell's level, so that's three. It says DC sixteen spell modifier eight. Okay, here here's the exact text for dispel magic. Uh, okay. Single third level or lower spell effect within range chosen by you is dispelled. Fourth level and higher effects make DC ten plus the spell's level. Uh, check to dispel it. All right. Well. Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, so the caster makes a DC ten plus the spell levels check to dispel it, and I assume that would be your um, spell DC. Like you'd roll a. And then would I use my spell modifier, the the twenty plus modifier? Well, what level is the spell? I'm looking to see if it's listed here. I'm gonna say it's a level three. So when while she is dispelled, um, she is land bound. Okay. But she doesn't take any fall damage. So she falls to the ground on the stage and good tests off like her it. shoulders. And she's like, that was not very nice. Nice! So that was Ganny. So Cypher's next. Cypher will cast... Hang on a second, I have this here. Can you have the flyer make a wisdom saving throw DC 14? What was the DC? Wisdom. But what was the check pass? 14. She gets an 18. She's also going to use clicking to heal me. For 2d8. Okay. That's turn. Okay. All right. So let's see who is next up. Next up is Ting. What you gonna do? I cast mirror image. What does that do? Um, uh, three duplicates of myself appear in my space. Until the spell ends, duplicates move with me and mimic my actions, shifting position, so it's impossible to track which image is real. Basically, every time you attack me, if it's uh, successful, uh, I roll a d20 to determine whether it hits me or one of the targets instead. All right. Oh, wait, no. I'm sorry before so when you attack me i roll a d20 and then you roll your um thing because they have a different ac than me all right and then they i guess they have a certain amount of temporary hit points or whatever and then they just disappear uh no if they get hit if they just even get hit they're gone all right well you're gonna like what happens next <laughs> felis is up and she's you have to everybody takes a dexterity saving throw 
the DC would be um, looks like it's eighteen. I fail. Yeah, it's eighteen. Sorry, I'm gonna use the the this this dice bot. Ah, AOE doesn't hit mirror image. It has to be an attack. So it just hits you. But I still have to make the the, the saving throw. Ooh. Let me look look at my dexterity modifier. My dexterity is a plus two, so it still doesn't pass. All right, everybody failed it, correct? What was it, DC? Yeah. Uh, DC was 18. Yep. So that means everybody takes 13 fire damage and 14 radiant damage. So I've got... Wait, okay. My Path of the Void. I have... Oh, I have advantage on saving throws against spells, so I get to roll again. Um, may not help, but... Yep, <laughs> still didn't get it. Nope, doesn't help. So how much damage? Um, 13 and 14, so that's 27. Dang. Uh, your feathery boy is down. She's not real nice to have around, is she? I can say is thank God we saved the other two. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. I am glad for that. No, you guys don't worry about battle Ting Ping. All right, so now it is Taylor Speed, and she is going to cast Ray of Frost. I have to see what it does to make sure I target the right person. Oh, yeah, okay, 1d8. So, let's see. She's going to go for Oz. Okay. So that is a ranged magic attack. And she misses. Yay. Next up is Simone. And he is um he's gonna jump back in the fray and he's gonna jump across and he is going to run. And this is going to be a gore attack, which means he goes 20 feet straight forward and hits the target. And he is going to go for Banana Man because he is the furthest back, I believe, at this moment in time. You must succeed on a DC 15 if I hit. Okay. Wow. No, I do not hit. So he char- jumps off, charges at you, rah, and he just like you dodge out of the way at the last second. And he just runs smack into the wall. He just uh, ran into the wall and broke his neck and died right there on the spot. Just Wait, what? He hit the wall so hard he took bludgeoning damage because he missed and it was a critical fail. And he took four damage, which was more than he got back from the uh, healing potion. So he's dead. (laughs) Was he on like a one earlier? Yes, you got him down to a one, the first attack. He's dead. Now Simon Cowbell is dead. Let's see who's next. Uh, That that is Oz. Okay, so the other two, um, the magic one, where is he at? I haven't gone in a while. When did I last roll? You're next. Um, which one are you asking about? Uh, Felis the Flyer or Taylor Speed? Okay, okay. So wait, no, I shouldn't be next because I, I, I'm very, I'm the very last person. Yes, you are. You're next because uh, Simone just went. Oh, got it. Okay. So the magic one, where's she at in relation to me? She landed on the stage, kind of. She was above the stage and she just fell, so she's kind of in the mix. So she's like five feet in front of uh, Taylor, so she's like less than ten feet away from you. Okay. Hmm. How far is she from other people? She is about five feet away from the other person, Taylor. No, I mean from my allies. Ting Ping is pretty close because he was up there attacking um, Taylor's speed. So she's like two or three feet away from him. Okay. Don't let me die, guys. Ting Ping is my favorite character I've ever made in my life. <laughs> That's unfortunate. All right, then, then um, I'm just going to continue attacking the other one. All right. The one on the ground, Taylor's speed? Yeah. All right. Roll me an attack. That's an 11. That's a miss. That's a big miss. You don't get like two attacks or anything crazy like that, do you? No, um, I would if I took more levels in Barbarian, but 
I didn't. All righty, Mike Dirt, it is your turn. Are you the uh, mighty Mike Dirt? The mighty, yes. <laughs> I am going to cast Charm Person on the, the flighty one. What? Yep. Sounds legit. I hate this spell. Make it with some saving throw. All right. <laughs> that means you succeeded, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Yes, you rolled a two. That's a total success. I was thinking of casting silence, but with Ting was too close. If, if Ting's in silence, Ting can't be healed. Uh, well, so I didn't cast silence you, for that reason. Why don't you cast it like behind her, so that way it doesn't the bubble doesn't hit me. But well, she's I still can, but the, then she's easy to move. It's easy for her to move out of. Well, I mean, it's what a ten foot right. radius. She can still move out of it. Yeah, true. Okay, so uh, the flying phoenix has been tamed, uh, charmed. <laughs> I put. I sort of put point my finger at her and I say, "Yo, chill out." Fine, I'll chill out," she says, and she stomps back to the little platform and just kind of sits down with her arms crossed, glaring at you. And in her mind, she hears gifting being your number. He hears in his mind, "No, not that charmed." <laughs> he wasn't one that charmed her either. Hey, you. You can't get any shoots you don't shoot, Chots. Isn't it Ting Ping unconscious right now? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up is Ganymede. Okay. Oh, yes. Oh, whoops. So do we want to have Ganymede or uh, Cypher heal Ting uh, Cypher because she can do it on a bonus. Oh, yeah. Good point. Um, All right, so what's going to happen now? She's going to cast Blind on the non-charmed one. All right. So I guess I roll a constitution saving throw? Yeah, DC 16. Y'all are killing me here. That's the idea. <laughs> Charm person! Seven, so she's freaking blind. Nice. All right, so she's like blinded. She's like, oh, my eyes. And I'm going to say, because this makes sense to me, Ganny and Cypher, is it Ting Ping now? Or are we still working on those two? Oh, Ganny's done. Okay, what about Cypher? Cypher is going to Burning Hands, the blind one. Uh, DC 14, Dex. All right. Ah, she saves. Damn, and then she's going to um, quicken healing word me, second level. Okay, so that is, uh, what does that point give you back? Uh, nine. It's 2d4 plus her spell. Okay. So Ting Ping's back up, ready for the fight. All right, it is Ting Ping's turn. You got up just in time. Do the thing, Warlock. Oh, wait. I guess my mirror images disappear, huh? Or did they just fall down with me? I don't know. I'll look into that after this. I Eldrick Blast. Eldrick Blast! Alright, who are you hitting? I Eldrick Blast! Non-charmed one. Does a 25 hit? 25 definitely hits. What's my damage gonna be? And does a 19 hit? Shockingly, yes. So what's the damage look like? 19. Ouch. Okay. Wow, she is looking pretty messed up. Oh, and I'll like do a little shuffle, shuffle, shuffle and give Oz um, Bardic Inspiration. Of course. All right. So next up is the Flying Phoenix, who has been charmed. And uh, stop me if you don't think this is right. But I believe that the charmed person would still cast Dispel on her teammate to remove the blindness. Because she's not attacking you. And she is... Let me, let me read the spell rule. I suppose that that would work. I mean, you're setting precedent here so that if one of us is ever charmed, 
I just I think it should be allowed because she's not attacking you and you know she's what? not doing and you did you know, I don't know. I just think it would work. Because it it's friendly to the person who charmed it. Yeah. So I think even she could probably attack us. No, it's but if we want to make the charmed and the companions, I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, it just said, uh, it's charmed by you until the spell ends, or you or your companions do anything harmed by it. So, it regards you as a friendly acquaintance. Um, so, but I think, I think a good rule for this is, let's just say this, that they can't attack your party, but they can benefit their own party. I think that's reasonable. And that way, that's also good for when we get charmed, we can still help you guys out, but we can't attack them. Even though the rules, technically, as written, looks like, we can attack... Like, we could attack, let's say if I was charmed, if um, Taylor charmed me, I could still attack the other one, technically. But I say, if we just say charm means can't attack bad guys, can't help good guys. The ruling is, um, from here on, therefore out, that charmed means you cannot attack your opponents, but you can help your friends. All right. That sounds good to me. All right. So, Taylor is now up, and she can see again. So, she is going to take a swing at, with her wind vein she is going to take a swing at that i'm pretty sure that thing's still heat metal oh wait no i broke concentration never mind no you never did heat it she succeeded I, I, no the constitution saving throw didn't um stop the metal to heat it meant if you succeeded it you would still be oh. able to hold on to it but if you failed you dropped it immediately you broke concentration yeah because i cast another spell but did she ever take damage from holding it initially? Uh, so did you cast another concentration spell? Yeah, that's the, the important question. Because you can cast uh, regular spells. You just can't cast well, concentration. No, I don't think I did then. I'm, I just used charm right. person afterwards, so it's still on fire, basically. Not on fire, but still. Okay, does she take damage at the beginning of her turn? Um, I think maybe. Yeah, I think you take damage every turn. All right, so I will take... As long as you hold on to the thing. Yeah, she's still holding it, so we'll take 2d8 damage. It's really nasty to do that to someone's plate armor. Cook and book. Five more damage. I thought I was rolling. Fine, you roll it. Okay, well... You better do more than five. Yeah, I did just 2d8. That's 11 damage, and I cast it as a higher level spell, so 13 damage. So that's why I like rolling. Okay. Taylor Speed does not look good she's in fact very close to death however she is still hanging on to life so she is going to drop the sword because she's smart enough this time to do so and she is going to grab uh Tingping with shocking grasp do i uh, oh, no, I'm have a save get in there hang on uh, make a melee spell attack against the target you have advantage if your target is wearing armor made of metal nope I have a DC. I have an AC of fourteen. I mean, all right, all right. How Did much do it... I take? Oh, it actually hit. Uh, not much. Just one D eight. Ting Ting is still in the fight. Six. Barely, but still. <laughs> all right. Next up is Dirt. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell the the flight person that hey, these guys are friends too. Don't hurt them. Just you know, for continuity's sake. And I'm just gonna, I don't know, I'll, st I'll try and stab uh, the speed with uh, my rapier. All right, roll me an attack. Oh, that's an eight. 
Bonus action, I use Bardic Inspiration on, uh, on Chainmere, yes. All right. So next up is Ganny Mead. Ganny, I guess, will major image. Ooh, I'm familiar with minor image. I'm not familiar with major image. You create the image of an object, creature, or some other visible phenomenon that is no larger than 20-foot cube. Image appears in a spot you see within range and lasts for duration. Seems completely real, including sound, smells, and temperature appropriate to things depicted. Can't create sufficient heat or cold to cause damage. A sound loud enough, so basically you can't hurt anything with it. As long as you cast within, as long as you are within range of the illusion, you can use your action to cause the image to move to any other spot within the range. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, and if you move it, you can alter it as well. So it's pretty cool. Basically, um, behind us on the stage, a full twenty foot, you're gonna see um, a spike rise out of the ground with the image of Simon Cowbell on it, just impaled through it. And then you're gonna see the other two rise up, impaled on it. And then you're just gonna hear some some death metal. Death metal. Okay. You're just gonna hear the most bodacious death metal just start to blast, and then fireworks start going off. You get the fucking rave lights going. It's just a party. Because it's supposed to be a show, fellas. We got to get this going. So you just see them, 20-foot size, Simon Cowbell being impaled and all of them. And then, let's see if she's got anything. She totally buys it, too, by the way. It appears very real. Yes. She's very, very, uh, very believing in it. I don't think she has any bonus action, so. All right. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. So who's up now? Cypher's turn. Yeah. Burning hands again. Please have non-friendly make DC. 14 decks. And she's toast. Roll me some damage. Remember, Taylor's speed is very, very close to death. Does 18 kill her? That'll do it. Her clothing catches fire. She starts to scream. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ah! And she like turns and takes a running, like crowd surfing stage dive. But everybody in the crowd kind of moves out of the way. And she just lands on the floor with a resounding skuck. Taylor Swift. And behind us, dead. behind us, the Taylor Swift image catches flames. It's a beautiful thing. And now she would like to go ahead and quicken spell one more time. Quicken spell and do what? She's she's just gonna vicious mockery. Not the flight girl. She if you do that, she won't be charmed anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, do we I mean she's gonna come out of charm eventually. Well yeah, so we might as well get we might as well get the uh the prize money from her first. Yeah, I was gonna say, since she's the last one, she was gonna award you the prize money. Fine, I had a really good insult, but okay. <laughs> you can use it later. All right. So the with Taylor Speed having fallen and the wing. If, if we kill her, we also get the prize money. <laughs> and the winged phoenix down. Uh, Taylor Speed stands up and she says, "Well, I guess I don't have any choice because the crowd is cheering." Uh, you guys are going to be the winners, so come up here and accept your prize money and your trophy, and all is well. Yay! Cypher would like to uh, roll insight. Okay. Ouch. Wow. Cypher, in fact, knows less about the situation than she did when you started. Well. It is Ting Ping's turn, though, if you want to do something. So where are we supposed to go to collect the money? You just walk up there. She has a big, like, a briefcase full of money and a trophy waiting there next for you for you i will i'll take out my seahorse this is when i should have done it. i'll take out my seahorse and i'll throw it towards the briefcase and then it will fly towards the briefcase and okay. it will pick it up all right um she gives you a uh she blows the seahorse a kiss and waves as it picks up the uh prize money and carries it back to the stage 
Would someone like to detect traps? Sure, I'll detect traps. Well, roll me a d20. Okay. Is it plus anything? Well, it doesn't really matter. I got a crit. Okay, you uh, check it over real quick, and there are absolutely no traps. This is a 100% legitimate prize. You have all won 250,000 gold pieces to split. Oh, yeah. The crowd is, like, weeping and worshiping at your feet. You have won. Neverwinter's got talent. Congratulations. So that's 250, so that's 5,000 uh, $5, apiece? 50,000 each. Okay. Yes. Updating my equipment. <laughs> <laughs> Updating your character sheet. It's a good idea. I have 50,000 and 10 gold. Oh, my God. That's it. They won the big prize money. They got everything they ever wanted. Guess who's going to the big cartoon mouse land next week? Not me. I just run the show. I hope you've enjoyed it. And come check out our new adventure next week. Bye. Bye.